This is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieved stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Josh Lovelace of Need to Breathe and of his solo family band called Young Folk over Zoom video. Josh was born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee, and he talks about how he got into music, came from a very musical household. Mom played piano, dad was a trumpet player, his grandparents played music, and he started performing and playing music at a very early age. He talks about being four or five years old, putting on concerts, setting up his album covers. He played in the school band in middle school. He talks about the bands he formed in high school, leaving for tour right when he graduated high school. When that band kind of ended, he joined another band that had already been kind of established that was touring. So he played with those guys for a handful of years, ended up joining Need to Breathe in 2011, and has been playing with Need to Breathe ever since. He talks about the first Need to Breathe tour he went on, where they were opening up for Taylor Swift and how insane that was. He always had a love for children's songs and children's music. He just grew up on that and it meant a lot to him growing up. So when he had kids, that's when he decided to start writing more family-friendly songs. It actually started as a way for his firstborn son to hear his voice every night when he was going to sleep. He would record different covers and original songs. So when he was on the road, his son would be able to hear his voice. In doing this, he eventually put together and put out his first record as Young Folk in 2017. We talk about that album, the next record growing up, and how the touring plans for that album kind of got put on pause, obviously, due to the pandemic. He was supposed to play some festival stages and uh, different things with Young Folk, but that ended up not happening. We hear about where he was when COVID hit, actually recording a record with Need to Breathe. So he talks about that album and then the album they recorded during quarantine and all about his brand new Young Folk record, which is called Moonwalking. And check out our interview, the video version of this interview up now on our YouTube channel and Facebook page at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be rad if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Josh Lovelace. Hey, Josh, how are you? Hey, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, man, of course. Glad to do it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, my name's Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new record you have coming out. Awesome, man. Looking forward to it. Cool. I had a chance to hear it. I love it, man. I love what oh, you're doing. Because, you. yeah, it's like the, the, you know, the children, I've got two kids, so the children's songs is, is rad, but then it's just like so much more in depth than what you typically hear as, I think, as a kid's songs. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I try, try my best to do that. So if you're a, a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or uncle and you're in the car and you're listening to it, it doesn't drive you, hopefully don't drive you too crazy. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was thinking that yeah. when I was listening to the record, I was like, wow, this is definitely something I'll play in the car and my kids will get a kick or my younger son at least will get a kick yeah. out of it. And I won't be like, oh my gosh, like I cannot, <laughs> cannot well, listen to this. A as a parent myself, I, I, I know any, any kind of like 
uh, parenting hacks that you can have, whether it's putting something on that you enjoy, you, you know, if you're going to have to put it on more than once, probably. So might as well enjoy it a little bit yourself. <laughs> For sure. I mean, it, it, there's even songs that you have on, on the records that you put out that are songs that don't necessarily, you could put them out as not a, a kid's song. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Yeah, that's definitely that's always been a goal of mine. I I I I like a lot of different kinds of music, and I'm um, in a my grown up band uh, Need to Breathe. We've always been, <laughs> um, which is so funny. I, I, only when I talk about children's music do I have to say my grown up band. But it's <laughs> my grown up band. <laughs> um, but it's fun, you know. We enjoy a lot of different kind of different styles, and I've kind of taken that from what we do, and, and you know, try to yeah, just try to. My goal is just to hopefully make music that I enjoy and 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 that my kids enjoy, and then if other people enjoy too, then that that's kind of icing on the cake. So, for sure, for sure, yeah. Like uh, one of the last songs on the record, the new one, "I Believe in You." Like I heard that song, I was like, "Whoa!" Like this, oh. this could be a song that it could be on any record, and you wouldn't know that was like it wasn't geared like as a kids as a kids release. And thank you, and it's it's fun. It's it's you know I. It's, it's nice to be proud of it because, you know, I, I can't speak for all people that do music for kids or, or media for kids. You know, I'm sure there's, there's a part of it that they're proud of the process that they got it done. But for me, it's fun because I actually do enjoy it. I, I would listen to it and, you know, and making it wasn't that much different than making a, a grown up record in some ways. I just, I still did the same kind of process. I just tried to imagine what a five-year-old or an eight-year-old would be thinking when they were listening to it, which is, which is a fun place to, to, to create from. For sure. For sure. It's interesting because I've interviewed a handful of artists that are in the children's music world and hearing them talk because a lot of them obviously don't set out to write kids songs. It just happens to kind of happen that way. And yeah. like uh, one of the, the funny things I've heard is just like, the set times are like the best thing ever. It's like, we're playing a Saturday at noon instead of like <laughs> Friday night at, you know, 11 PM totally. or whatever. Oh no. I mean, that was, that's definitely like uh, a different, I mean, like our, so our band just now finished a tour um, about two weeks ago. And we, yeah, we were going on it. We were playing one, we were playing like three hour shows starting at eight or something yeah. and doing it every day. And then we're about to actually go out. We're doing a, uh, a tour with uh, One Republic in the summer, and That's it's so awesome. it's it's super fun, and it's, it's great to go out there. But like my kids, for example, came to our show when we played here in my hometown. They made it about three songs, and they're like, "I'm ready to go home." <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just too late. It's too late for them. And you know, I try to keep when I do when I do am able to do kids shows. I try to keep it to about thirty minutes, forty five at the most. Oh, really? So yeah, you do just, short sets too. Yeah, just like I feel like you try to cram as much of it in, you know, to the, to the, to that time period, get them, get their attention and help, let them have a good time. And then, and then send them off with their parents to hopefully keep singing and doing things on with them. You know, it's, that's, that's fun for me. I feel like once you get into the hour, you're like, um, this is, I don't know what else Pushing to do it. With you guys. <laughs> candy. Here's a bunch of candy. Y'all enjoy yourself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, uh, I'm curious. So you were born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. Is that what I read? Yeah, born and raised in Knoxville and, and uh, still live here. Um, I'm actually here at my studio right now. My kids are, um, funny enough, they have 
they are watching a movie in the other room with popsicles and i told them do not make a noise just just go in there and <laughs> so I'm if they come uh, in it's all good i mean yeah it happens i have it like i said happen. i have two kids so i mean it just adds to the insanity of zoom and everything else oh, well we've i've done enough of them where They've they've made enough appearances where I think they're probably tired of it at this point, which is good. But okay, uh, but yeah, yeah, we live we live here in town in Knoxville, and, and we love it. It's it's home for us. So that's so cool that you uh you know you were born there and now you're raising your family there. You must obviously like it a lot. Uh, what was it like growing yeah. up there? I mean, it's a great it's a great town. And it's growing a lot um, in the last you know decade or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, growing up kind of in the mountains, we, we had a lot of great music around. We're 20 minutes from like Dollywood. And so sure. I remember going to Dollywood and hearing all, all the music. And uh, it's just a really, it's a, um, it's just a cool, it's like a big, big city, but it's a small town vibe, which I really mm-hmm. enjoy. I'm doing a lot of work in Nashville and I love Nashville. But every time I go there, I'm like, well, this is just overwhelming and a little too big. So it's nice to come home where, um, you know, you may not know everybody. It's not like a small, small town where you know everybody, but it's definitely small enough where you recognize some people out there. Like, oh, hey, you know, we're at the right. farmers. It's it's small enough, which is mm-hmm. which is not. Nice. Um, I, I really love it a lot. That's cool. Yeah, I'm from San Diego originally, and my family and I we moved to Nashville a uh, little over a year ago. I know there's yeah. all all of California is apparently moving to Middle Tennessee, <laughs> which it's I've been finding totally out. True. <laughs> but it's funny, you know, it's funny, like a lot of our guys, uh, the band guys live in Nashville and, mm-hmm. um, and, and not, and I'm, in, I'm here in Knoxville. We got a guy in Asheville and it's so crazy. Cause we've all been, a lot of us have been in this area for a long time. And we're like, mm-hmm. man, just how, where are all these people <laughs> coming from? Everybody? I mean, we had some friends from California that had moved and they, and they really do love it. And that's just a different speed. And Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice to see mountains and trees and 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 all that stuff too, which is great. It's beautiful. We l- absolutely love it here. Uh, like um, before we moved, it was like one of those things where I was like kind of having a panic attack because yeah. I was only raised in California. My wife's only from California. We both grew up in San Diego. I spent a little bit of time in San Francisco uh, when I was doing radio, and then we were like, okay, we're gonna move to Middle Tennessee, and I'm like kind of having like a panic attack. I'm like. <laughs> No one's near us. Our families are there and yeah. we're going to a place we don't know anything about. Like, is this the worst decision of our lives? But it turned out to be the best thing we've ever done. Um, yeah. And we love it here. I mean, we're south of Nashville. We're in the burbs, but this is where yeah. I love it, man. I mean, it's got that small town vibe, like you said, but I can drive 35 minutes north and be in, you know, totally. downtown Nashville. <laughs> so yeah. it's incredible. No, it's, it's great. We, I mean, I, and I will say, you know, if you're going to live anywhere, in california san diego is a pretty beautiful place to be so it's a nice spot yeah <laughs> it's, hard. I mean, it's different it's it's you know it's apples and oranges but i mean like for me i really do love tennessee and and um it you know as much as i've you know travel and i'm all, i'm gone a lot it's always mm-hmm. it you know it never gets old to come home not just i mean of course my family being here is great we got my my parents and a, a lot of uh, we've all kind of still live here which is great mm-hmm. but um, just the area. Yeah. I, I just, I really do. I don't get tired of coming home to it. Yeah. So. I mean, it says a lot that you've traveled the world and then decided to like lay your roots still in, in Knoxville. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah we love it. That's cool. That's cool. So first off, where did, uh, how did you get into music? Are you come from a musical household at all? Yeah. So I, I kind of grew up, um, my parents were both pretty musical. Um, 
my dad played trumpet um, uh, and then my mom played piano and um, there was an appreciation for music. My grandparents also were very musical. Um, and I, I, I don't know, I just kind of grew up um, and pretty much from, from a really young age kind of caught the bug and, and really never wanted to do anything else. I mean, from probably when I was four or five years old, I was putting on concerts for my family and, wow. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I remember even, around i mean probably around that same time when like cassettes were all the all the rage or mm-hmm. getting <laughs> i remember you know i'd get an allowance and i'd get to go to the, the that a place in in knoxville called tape world and i'd go in and i'd i'd have ten dollars to go pick out a tape or whatever and so i'd have like, these tapes and then i'd um i'd get blank tapes and make mixtapes even oh, as sure. a young kid i had a karaoke <laughs> machine i did i knew how to get all the spacing right and i'd make covers and like so the whole wow. thing it's always like that. I just, there's nothing else I ever wanted to really, uh, you know, to do and try to, you know, sports and stuff and nothing really took, but I, I've always, always wanted to, to do music. And, and, and it feels like in some ways I feel like I've cheated the system because, you know, I get to do what I've always loved to do as my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, So I don't, you know, I, I always feel like I'm still kind of like, doing i'm like living a hobby life in some ways you know i work (laughs) i work really hard at it but it's like fun work because i just really have always done it and i've always enjoyed it and and i'm not haven't been burned out yet by it which is you know it's it can be hard but it's always rewarding so sure that's that's amazing you said four or five years old you were putting on concerts yeah, I rem- I literally remember um, and the time timestamp. The only reason I know that is just the houses that my family would live in. I remember being at my grandparents' house, you know, when, when I was really young, and they lived there, and I, that was about that age. And I remember we put on concerts. I, I have pictures somewhere, and I need to find them of me setting up like a um, a scene to do an album cover. You know, I was like, oh wow, that's awesome! <laughs> like, all right. I was like, I feel like this is right. Okay, so and I'm like, you know, cheesing, and I'm like, I'm gonna print this, and I'm, I'm gonna cut it out, put it in the tape, and like do the. I mean, I've just always loved it. I don't know why, and I, and it's funny, like, um, you know, I, my kids are kind of they're 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 not into it as much as as me. I mean, they enjoy it, but like, mm-hmm. I was so uh, like obsessive about it. It was it was all I, all I did or all I thought about. And, and so I'm, but I do see it every now and then with my kid, I have an eight year old and a five year old and cool. every now and then like the spark will happen and they're like, Oh, this is actually, this is pretty cool. Well, you know, this whole, whole thing. And so, um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's all, all I've ever known. That's amazing. And then you have them on the records and stuff, right? On the, yeah. Yeah. So they've been on, they've been on, um, all my kids records and actually my son, was on the last need to breathe record. We had like a children's choir on there, which was pretty oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. So he got to do that. And what was funny is for my kids records, it's, it's, it's pretty much just me and I have my own like independent label and I do all mm-hmm. of it myself, you know, but our band, we're on this major label and they had his right. name and they said, they were like, we have to get him to sign a release. I was like, he's seven. Like, <laughs> why don't, what, what are we doing? So they did, they sent him this, they sent him a thing. He had to sign it. And it said like parent and guardian, like your permission to be on the record. I was like, buddy, you just signed a record deal. You're- That's so crazy. <laughs> Which is something I didn't do until I was, you know, I don't know, 20 something that he's, yeah, he's been doing it for a while, I guess now. That's so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. I have a 14 year old and a six year old. He just turned six. So my six year old's into music too. We got him a drum kit, like an electric kit during COVID. Cause he's just had so much energy. And I'm like, 
go smack this thing for <laughs> you know, a handful yeah. of hours. And now he's got a, a, we finally have a drum teacher out here in Nashville and it's been, um, he's like really into it. He's starting to start, uh, become interested in the piano. So now I want to like really embrace that and be like, that's great. Here you go. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. like him to kind of steer away from it. Cause that's one of my biggest regrets is my sister, and my dad can kill it on piano. And I just yeah. never had an interest. I did, but I was like, Oh, I don't feel like learning. It was like, yeah. I wish I just came to me. <laughs> no. Well, it's funny, like, because I, so I have, um, I actually, this, so this is my studio. I don't know if you can see it. So I've got like, this is just like a room oh, in our wow. house, drum set and all that stuff set up. So I'll come here and work. Uh, it's away from our house and they'll come with me and they're, so it's, it's like a, it's, uh, it's like a hands-on kind of museum for them. I'm, I kind of let them, I mean, I have some things I'm like, don't touch that. Sure, <laughs> but sure. most, things, most things I'm like, go, go play the drums, go bang on the pianos and, so if nothing else, even if they don't want to do it, you know, as a career or whatever, I think that, you know, and, and in some ways I might discourage them from it in some way, you know, it's just hard, you know, it's hard work. but I think yeah. they'll definitely appreciate it, which is, which is, which is pretty cool. That is so cool. And then having them on the albums and stuff, I'm sure helps a lot, like getting to hear themselves and see the process of it all kind of happen. Yeah. Like, I think that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Um, what was the first instrument you learned? Was it piano? It was piano. So I started kind of banging on the piano when I was young. My grandparents had one at their house and I played by ear. I took lessons for like, for a second. Um, and then I, I started, you know, kind of kind of doing my own thing and, and playing by ear. And, and, and then I picked up guitar and, um, and it kind of turned into a thing where actually a, a, my a musical mentor of mine told me one time, he said, if you want to make it in the music industry, you want a good shot at it. Just try to learn as many instruments as you can and kind of be okay at a bunch of them. <laughs> so oh, I kind of did that when I was a kid, I kind of learned drums and bass and uh, played saxophone for a little while, just kind of like, it, I wanted to be the guy that if, if they call and they're like, Hey, I know you probably can't play banjo, but we have this thing that can you come do it? I'm like, well, I can play a little bit and then get the gig. And mm -hmm. maybe that would lead to another thing where I was a little bit better at another instrument or, or something. And it actually, I, I will say it kind of worked um, in some ways. I feel like I'm able to, um, I'm not great at any instrument, but I'm, I'm good enough to work. <laughs> but I can, I can like on my, on, on my kids records, I played most of the stuff on it and I'm able to kind of, yeah, just kind of do my own thing. And I enjoy Like I really do love, uh, I love the recording process. I like tracking, you know, drums and different things and doing all that stuff. So it, yeah, it's it, it's fun, but yeah, piano is the first one, and it's what I do in our band too. So mm -hmm. I, I finally, after all these years, uh, I got the gig with uh, on the instrument that I'm actually decent at. <laughs> okay, that's so awesome. Yeah. With uh, with that, like, did you have bands in high school, or were you in like the orchestra or band? Yeah, or jazz I was band, in, anything like that. Yeah, I was in um, I was in uh, band in middle school. Um, actually, played trumpet and French horn. Okay. Uh, and and then I was in yeah I was in kind of I started my own bands you know at, around that age and I uh, me and my friends my first band I think there were there were four of us and we all played acoustic guitar which is I mean hilarious I'm sure it sounds <laughs> absolutely terrible <laughs> <laughs> like one guy would take a capo and put it on like the twelfth fret and play really high and one guy would open to it was not good I'm sure but did that for <laughs> for a while and then yeah played in bands and um and and started touring actually right out of high school i was in i started playing in bands and hit the road and and wow. yeah i've been in need to breathe for about 11 years now which is crazy mm -hmm. um yeah it's it, it's all kind of all i've ever known when you like right when you graduated high school was the band that you toured with 
a band that was already established? Did you like try out for a band or was it the band that you had formed in high school? The one that you were like really going for it with? Yeah, I, there was the band I was in, um, in high school. We did, we did, uh, about four or five years of, of touring and we'd play, uh, kind of all over. And it was like, um, we would play kind of anything. So I was like, if you want us to play your birthday party or your, uh, school function or your church, fun- whatever it was, yeah. we, would, we would do that. And then after that, through that, I kind of got a, a job with another band that was established and um, they were a rock band from Virginia. And I did that for about six years and that kind of led me to, to need to breathe. So yeah, I've been, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. I mean, I, I, I can kind of like look back on my life and, and, and kind of figure out where I was in life by the bands I was in, which is kind of, yeah. kind of, when you, you said you signed a, your first record deal when you were tw- in your twenties, was that with that second band that was already established? Like when, like, what was yeah. that like, you know, so, getting your first record deal? Yeah. So the band that I was in before that, they had already signed a record deal and I played for them, but we were under a label. And so we knew we had all the, you know, we knew what to do with the, you know, with the label and we had, um, you know, it kind of was my introduction to what it, what it is, you know, to, to, to sign a deal and to, um, to, to work that deal and, 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 and go travel the world playing your music. So that was, that was fun. And then, and, and, you know, now with need to breathe, you know, we, we've, I guess we're on our, like, I don't know, eighth or ninth record. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's just, it's been insane um, to think about, about how many, you know, records and, you know, relationships and all that stuff that's happened over the years, um, how, how it's kind of led us to, to hear it's, it's wild. Sure. Wow. And you joined need to breathe. You said what, 2011 ish. 2011 yeah early early was that something that you knew the guys and they needed a a keyboard player and you kind of jumped in there or like how did that relationship form yeah it was kind of like that so i I actually had known them for a little while um in passing uh we had the band i was in before played some shows with them and then um i knew i I knew they're actually their old keyboard player and they were actually about to head on tour um in 2011 i I played on their record um before that uh played a couple songs and then they're about to head out on tour um we we were doing 90 shows opening for taylor swift (laughs) which was insane oh my gosh (laughs) so that was my first uh my first tour with the band was that wow we we were with her all year of 2011 um so yeah and then i got married that year too so it was that was just a it was a pretty insane uh and insane year and welcome to the to this this band <laughs> oh my gosh wow to open up for taylor show that's insane <laughs> yeah it was nuts we i mean it was, it was i think it was the um uh speak now tour so that would have been like she oh. was still she was she was on her way up I and mean, she was still massive we were playing we played stadiums i mean like I was it was gonna, good i was gonna but say she, when fun. she i'm a huge taylor swift fan when she played okay, san diego cool. on that tour you you that she was you played the sports arena which is you yeah. know where the yeah, their minor league hockey team plays and yeah. the soccer is playing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were there. Yeah, we. I mean, it was, it was such a, it was a fun, it was a really fun tour, and and she's such a professional and, and great business person, and was really welcoming to us, and um, you know, but it was my first like, it was such a crazy like thing because I mean the bands I was in before were we were scraping by in some ways we were in a van and we were doing the thing. And then, and then, you know, and, and in a lot of ways need to breathe was still kind of on their way up, you know, still mm-hmm. kind of working. I mean, we, we still worked really hard, but at the time we were um, still trying to figure it out and to go out there and play for 50,000 people and play 
two nights at Madison Square Garden and four nights at the Staples Center. We were just like, yeah. what what is happening right now? So it was it was fun. I mean, it was super, super fun. And, you know, uh, yeah, it was one of the wildest touring experiences I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Talk about getting like kind of thrown into it. Like, OK, now we're going to be opening up for Taylor Swift. <laughs> it was it was in, it was insane. It was absolutely wow. Yeah. So when did you start doing the Young Folk Project? Was I mean, you put a record out in 2017, but was like, where have you always kind of, you know, I, I guess like, where did the the idea to play, you know, children's music come from? Yeah. So I grow. I mean, growing up, I definitely, you know, listened to children's music. There was a great, um, there was a great movement out of Canada in the 80s. Oh yeah. With a lot of great children's artists, and you know, Sharon Wilson Bram and Raffi. Mm-hmm all kinds of um, artists. And I, I really was inspired by that. And I, re- I just remember how rich uh, my life was because of music that was created for me and for my family. And, you know, and so when I started having kids, I started like writing songs and, um, and then initially the idea was I'm going to write some songs and I'm going to record them at my house uh, so that my son who was just born at the time could hear my voice while I was, out, while I was on tour. Oh, uh, Wow. Yeah. And it ended up, and that was, that was really the earliest um, young folk records were that it was just me and a guitar, me and a piano, just singing songs. Some of them were original, some of them were covers. And um, I just wanted to make sure that if I'm going to be gone for eight weeks or something that, mm-hmm. you know, every night before he goes to bed, he's going to hear my voice. So, so cool. uh, yeah, so that's how it started. And then it kind of became this thing where it was like a passion project where um I, you know, I, I wanted to do something, um, um, for other families too. I, my kids, you know, or I guess my son at the time really was, he, he liked the music. He was like, he wanted to play it all the time. And it's like, hey, maybe we should just, you know, finish these songs out and put them out and see if anybody else would enjoy them too. And, uh, so my first record in 2017, um, I finished that, had some friends on, I had, uh, Ben mm-hmm. Rector on it. Yeah. And, and Sharon Sharon, and Bram, right? Sharon and Bram, right? Yeah. Uh, this band called Spirit Family Reunion from Brooklyn were on it, and Ellie Holcomb. So it was just like a, it was such a fun project because um, a lot of them either had kids or sang music for kids or were familiar with folk music. And mm-hmm. um, it was just a really inspiring project to kind of put in, into the world. And, and it kind of created this, um, this, I don't know what it is, it's just this thing where I feel like responsibility to to keep doing it and i just really i really love it i love when we get to play concerts for kids it's just totally different than playing for grown-ups and um, you know it's just they're just so fun and i i I really do love it and and uh yeah put out another record in in 2019 um Uh called growing up and um and and that same same thing it's funny like i put that out and then the next summer was going to be like i'm going to go and um, play a, a bunch of festivals like they do like kids festivals mm-hmm. uh, or, or like grown-up festivals have kids stages like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. and of course covid you know shut all that down which which was a bummer but um and kind of honestly took a little bit of my um the wind out of my sails out for it a little bit i was like Man, i don't know if, i don't know what i'm even doing and um yeah just started writing more songs and that's what this next this new record is it's just a lot of songs that kind of were birthed out of the last couple of years with my family and i kind of in my head i thought i'm just gonna write songs that make my kids smile and laugh and and not worry about the rest of it and it ended up being it's it's really one of my favorite projects out of you know it's out of the three it's it's i think it's a really fun record that 
I can't wait for families to get to hear. Yeah, it's it's an awesome album. I will say. I'm curious, like you said, you grew up with Sharon uh, Lois and Bram, and then you had them on it. Uh, how did that? Did you reach out to them, like, or did you know yeah. them prior? Like, how did that happen? So funny enough, um, uh, to for a little bit of a callback, we when we played on the Taylor tour, Taylor Swift tour, we played in Toronto, which is where they're from. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I just thought I'm just going to reach out and to their. I mean, I didn't know. I I, I hadn't really seen them i've seen them in concert when i was a kid and stuff but mm-hmm. uh, i reached out to their manager and i was like hey just want to let you know like your all's music and you know shameless brand music inspired me a lot and we're playing in toronto i don't know if, if their grandkids or anybody is a big taylor swift fan but i'd love to give you all tickets to come to the show and hang out and, and do that and so ended up getting together with sharon and got coffee and sat and talked about um, their career and uh, traveling and kids music and just everything. It was just so inspiring. And we ended up um, kind of becoming almost like pen pals through email. We email almost every week, just like, Hey, how you doing? What's, what's going on? If we played like, um, like Jimmy Fallon or something, I'd always send a message like, Hey, we're going to be on TV tonight. She just turned, kind of turned into like a grandmother figure in some That's ways. So awesome. And my grandmother passed away when I was really young, when I was 10. Uh, and she was really instrumental in, music and just uh, I think who I am as a person I think she really had a lot to do with that and so she kind of uh, in some ways um, kind of filled that role in some ways and mm-hmm. became friends with all of them we got we we would get together every time we go we go to um, to, to Toronto and my kids have gone there and now they're kind of like grandparents to them and Lois yeah. passed a couple of years ago uh-huh. but was able to be close with her too it's just it's it's such a unique um friendship in some ways because um there's a lot of people definitely my age or around my age that when i mention that yeah i'm friends with you know sharon lois and bram they they lose their minds it's like as if i said it's like i said yeah you know i went over and hung out with elvis last night like right like to them they're like wait you you hung out with sharon Lo- at, at like the the elephant show like the skin of marine yeah like that it like blows their mind and, but they're just, they're, they're, they're real people and they're so sweet. And, um, it's one of the most unique and rewarding friendships that I have, um, you know, in my life, which is so fun. That's so cool. Yeah. I was a fan of them growing up as a kid as well. And then I had a chance to interview, uh, Sharon and her daughter, Randy, they like re put out a record or like with a book and everything. I think it came with like a book and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And what another, just a quick, sidebar thing. It was crazy. So we moved here to Nashville area and my neighbors across the street from us, they're from Illinois. And, uh, the, the wife, her cousin is Lois. Like it was just like the weirdest thing. This whole like thing tied in. I was like, what? She's like, Oh yeah. Like my cousin was in a band and like, she kind of just did it. Like I would have no idea who they were. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. That's so, well, I knew she was random. I, I knew she was from Chicago originally. So that's, that's so funny. Yeah. It's, it's such a, it's such a sweet thing, man. I, and, and like, for me, like doing children's music now, like, you know, I, I mean, what I do with our band is, is one thing and it's, it, it'll always be kind of a part of, you know, my story and like who mm-hmm. I am, but like what I get to do with children, I, if I could just have a, an ounce of the impact that they've had on people like us and just, and, and they're people that they're still, you know, they're still, you know, impacting people, which is, um, which is pretty, pretty amazing and special. 
It's so, so cool. It's so cool. So you, uh, well, you have the new record coming out. I know you're doing, uh, you just announced what, like half an hour ago or so. Yeah. You're playing a show in Washington, DC that, that, uh, is, is it like, do you just kind of juggle the young folks stuff around what you're doing with need to breathe? Yeah. So, I mean, so our, our, you know, after we, we still tour quite a bit, you know, but yeah. we, we're able to kind of navigate it a little bit more because we only do about, you know, 50 to 60 shows a year right now, which is great. So, um, you know, I'll, whenever we have a break or something, I'll be able to, to book some shows and kind of do records around that, which has been, which has been really, really good and able to do more than, you know, just the need to breathe thing or just the young folk thing. So I'll do some shows. Uh, I actually have a couple of shows around that time and then I'll probably do some more in the fall. Um, once we get off the road again. So. That's awesome. And then you, you said you kind of started this project when COVID happened, you weren't able to, um, sorry, go, no, you can talk to your head. No. It's not a big deal. Hey. Okay. Come here for a second real quick. Okay. Now she ran away. As soon as okay. I said, Hey, come here. Come here. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, yeah. I don't want you to feel like, uh, yeah. Um, no, it's all good. um, I was just curious, like, so you, you said, you well, you're supposed to do some shows. I love like bigger venue or not bigger shows but like the festival circuit with with that last record you put out and then COVID hit and like what was going on with need to breathe and then how did that kind of lead into you being like you know i'm just gonna write another young folk record yeah oh, yeah oh, oh sorry hold on no ask henry to help you i've got I'm, I'm doing something real quick okay go go over there and help have him help you yes go yes it's all anyway, good. I got any more questions for you. I know oh, you got to get back so to your sorry. kids. No, no. Um, yeah. So we actually, what's funny, we um, when COVID like first came on the scene, I guess in early 2020, we were finishing up a record. Um, we were in the studio and we were getting our phones were like pinging and like, hey, this thing is COVID's happening. Like, so we we actually went home after that, um, and we were like, well, I don't know when we're gonna where we're going to see each other again or what, what the plan is going to be. And we were, we were home for a while, we put the record out, uh, but we weren't able to, to tour it. Um, and th so then we just like decided that uh, if we can't tour, we're just going to go make another record. So we, <laughs> we ended up uh, quarantining the band for like three, three weeks and, and, and made another record. And then we ended up getting to tour that in the fall. Um, mm -hmm. But that was kind of a thing where I had a lot of time at home um, to kind of, uh, figure out what the next step was. And I, and I, and I really did. It, it really was a, a moment of um, trying to of like reflecting on why I even make kids music. I think at the beginning, like I said, it was for, for my kids and um, I wanted to continue to do that. But then I just, the thing that kind of kept me coming back to the well, I guess is, is our kids have gone through such a hard couple of years. I mean, we all have, mm -hmm. but I was like, man, if I can just add to the, um, enjoyment or like spread a little ha good good things you know into the world you know that that to me it is i don't know just it's just something that i felt like i i wanted to do i wanted to like put out a record that you know it was a little bit silly and is fun and you know because i i just i i know that i needed to laugh more than um you know in, in this season than i probably ever had and i'm mm -hmm. like man, man i can do that for other families and and just try to kind of like you know loosen the pressure a little bit for them and, and you know it's just such a weird time in the world it's hard um it's hard to be a kid it's hard to be yeah. a grown-up it's hard for everybody and um so if i you know i can't change the world but i can hopefully do uh, 
may play a small part in just making some silly kid songs that make everybody mm-hmm. bring the family together to laugh and 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 you know something they can listen to together so i love it yeah the, i know it's hard to think about like you know with the kids and the homeschool or the video school and all that stuff. And yeah. then trying to send your kid with a mask on his face to school. And they're just like, what? It's just, I, yeah, I, I feel so bad for these kids, and especially the ones that were graduating high school and they, like all these milestones that they missed just because yeah. they had to, you know, do it over the computer, graduate high school, over the computer college over the computer. It's just like, yeah, I feel so yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, 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 it is tough, you know, and I, it's funny enough. I remember, I was actually talking to Sharon about this. Um, you know, she said, you know, it's so crazy when you think about these kids have, you know, lo- really lost a couple of years of their life in some ways. And, I, and she said, but, you know, I also look at myself and she's like, I'm in my eighties and like, I only have so much time left and I essentially lost a couple of years and she's just sitting at home and it's That's tough. I mean, yeah. it's tough for, for all of us. And you know, it's, it, you know, who I mean, we can't we can't predict the things that are going to happen can't control anything and you know we do the best we can and so i do feel like you know I, like i look at my kids and i'm I'm proud of them like they've done a great they've done as what well, as good as they could have done in a situation like this i didn't go through covid when i was a kid so i don't right. know how they are doing it but you know i do know that they you know are doing their best and we all are so mm-hmm. yeah I mean, yeah, because I was listening to the record and uh, obviously with like wash your hands. I'm like, OK, this definitely had to become out of, uh, you know, the 2020 quarantine days of writing. Yeah. But the lyrics that you write are so they're so I, they're really like they're uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like you're very witty with them. Like it's really like intelligently written where it's not just like super cheesy, like kid songs it's like you like the one of the lines is something about like you don't need a phd just some soap like just like these <laughs> quirky little things that i'm like yeah, yeah. that's so brilliant especially yeah. for like for a kid's song instead yeah. of it just being like very directed towards a child in like the simplest form it's like there's depth yeah. to the lyrics i guess is where i'm oh. going with it <laughs> well thank you and i try i definitely i definitely want to um, I guess my goal was let's make a chorus that everybody can sing, but then let's put some stuff in the verses that the parents are like, huh, I get what they're saying there. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Or like uh, the cool dad in a minivan. I'm like, this is great. Like, this is such a, <laughs> like the chorus is sing like, yeah, like a sing along. But then you yeah. listen to it. You're like, oh, this is funny because this is just about some dad that has to cruise around in a minivan that he was the in, best he instead of a sports car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this we're all doing the best we can. So yeah, I love it. And I love the conversation. With, I'm sure it's with your daughter in the beginning of this Margot Mermaid. I think it's the song. Yeah. It's like you just talking who, with her. That's actually who's in the room with me right now. Margot, actually, when we were, she was little and, and we would sit around at our house. And I would be writing songs and I just kind of like humming. And, and I said, like, I just found out my mommy's a mermaid. And she got so upset with me. She's like, mommy's not a mermaid. She's not. And I was like, record, record. And so I grabbed it. Literally, so she was really young. I mean, this is probably, I mean, three years ago when I actually recorded oh, that. Wow. She's, I mean, she's five now. And, 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 but still it's like, even today in the car, both of the kids were like, let's listen to that part of the song or the record one more time they still think it's funny when she says um mommy's not a mermaid she's got a booty and something like 
<laughs> I was like, I gotta put, I gotta put that in there. I, I, hopefully, everybody's okay with that. <laughs> that's cool. That's so cool that that's from that time. It wasn't like yeah. something you had to, re- you tried to recreate. It was just no. like you had that moment on your it phone. It was definitely, it was definitely a song, like a demo, songwriting demo. And I was just like, it's too perfect, exactly how it is. I'm just gonna put it in there, and I'm glad, I'm glad it made it because it's, it's, it is super funny. Uh, it's it's awesome. Thing. It's really awesome. Yeah. Well, Josh, thank you so much, man, for doing this. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Thank you um, for having me. Yeah. And I love your, I just noticed that you have a blockbuster hat on. That's awesome. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> so when we were on tour, I, so I actually have um, a massive uh, VHS tape collection. I enjoy, I don't know why it's really during COVID. I was just like, I got to find something to collect that nobody else wants. And luckily VHS is something I can find. I could have found, I found a lot of. So um, when we were on tour last fall, me and a couple of the other guys, we played, um, I can't remember the town off the top of my head, but it, we're the last block. It's Eugene, Oregon. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it's in Oregon. Yeah. Okay. So we went there, we went there and like walked around and I bought all the swag, all the merch and everything. That's so I got so cool. that. And then yesterday we were at, um, we were going to, so we were going through a drive-through or something, and somebody was like, "Yeah, you know, where's the closest blockbuster from here? I don't think they have anymore." I was like, "They don't have anymore." He's like, "Oh, you got that antique hat on?" I was like, "Yeah, something like that." Yeah, yeah that's what I thought you did. It had to like you found it at like a thrift shop or something. This is actually new from the last last blockbuster on earth. So I'm, that's I'm so pro- cool. We got a membership card and everything. <laughs> I got a membership <laughs> card. That's rad. <laughs> do they still rent out tapes, or is it just like they looking? Do. No they way. Do, they rip DVDs out. Yeah, it's it is pretty. It's it's a fun play. I mean, like I used to go there when I was a kid. I mean, all, yeah. all the, you walk in, it's just like smells the same, the same carpet. Just, <laughs> I, I ended up staying in there for a couple of hours because I was like, I just mi- I missed this. So yeah, it was awesome, funny. Awesome. Yeah, they you used to have the TVs it? up on the thing yep. telling you if there was if which ones were like <laughs> checked out completely. Oh, well, <laughs> And they actually, what's funny is it's still the same. Like you walk up to the front desk and they have all the, all the D, it's DVDs now, but like they had all the DVDs lined up, like where you can read the spine, the ones that just came yeah. in and you're like, Oh sweet. ET, I grabbed that. And like, I remember totally waiting, waiting around for that one thing to come back in. So yeah. Are you still, do you still pull it from behind the thing? Like you, you have the DVD the whole, and you're like, okay, I'm going to pull it. The <laughs> There's two thing. left. Yep. <laughs> I remember too, back, back in the day before that they had the, it was the hooks that had the little, like, oh, these little yeah. things that pull them off and like i ding, forgot about that the front desk. yeah so I, 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 I love movies and i love i'm actually super nostalgic I'm, uh, so my kids are that they, they 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 love watching they're actually watching a vhs tape right now which is so funny that's awesome <laughs> that is awesome well again thank you so much josh for doing this my last quick yeah. question for you is if you have any advice for aspiring artists yeah i think you know honestly do it because you love it and it'll never feel like work. And I think that that's the thing for me. Like I really do enjoy what I get to do and, and like get to enjoy being doing things with my kids <laughs> is really fun. Um, so for me, I, I think for, if you're a songwriter or you're a producer or you're, you want to be in music business, um, do it because you just really love it. And, and, and if you don't love it, it's probably not for you because <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard job. And, um, but I do think that there's a lot of rewards um, to it when, when you stick with it. And then, and then you can kind of look back and say, man, I really, not only did I work hard, but I enjoyed it. And I think that's, that's the goal. At least for me, it's been that way. 